This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Sarah is in San Francisco. Hey, Sarah, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hello. It's an honor to speak to you both today. You too. Um, I have a question. So I have a couple brokerage accounts with more than 500000 in them, and I was wondering if I needed to worry about SIPC limits of protection um, and break up those accounts between different brokerage firms. Um, the SIPC, I mean, you, you've got the money invested in stocks or bonds or mutual funds, right? Yes. Okay. So if that brokerage, uh, company went broke, it doesn't, you don't lose your money. This is not like a bank account. Okay. Because yeah, you own, really you own, what have you got it in stocks or what? What's, what's it in? Um, yeah, mutual funds, um, a few bonds. Okay. You um, have an actual account that owns, I mean, you own a bond, you own uh, a mutual fund, you own mutual fund shares. So if the company that is giving you access to those shares goes broke, you don't lose the shares. You just, you just have to find a different way to access them. So the SIPC has more to do with if they're fraudulent, they steal your money or something like that. But if you actually have statements showing you know, account numbers and ownership positions in these things, you actually own something. The way you would lose your money is if the companies that you owned went broke, <laughs> like the stock that you owned went broke. Does that make sense? Okay. Like if you had yes, Apple stock and Apple reason. went out of so business. I'll make, a, I'll make it up. I'll just pretend. Let's say, you, let's say your brokerage accounts are with Merrill Lynch. If Merrill Lynch goes broke, you don't lose your money because you're not invested in Merrill Lynch. They're just the access portal through which you are handling your investments. It's different than if you put your money in a bank, the bank takes possession of that money. They, I mean, you have an account there, but mm -hmm. they're not a broker. They are owning that money and they can screw that up as happened in your neighborhood last week, Sarah, which what got yeah, you thinking about this? this yeah. yeah, that's what got you thinking that's about this. But yeah, it's a di good question. It's a different uh, situation. So no, I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. I have all of my investments with one brokerage account, one broker, one brokerage firm, one advisor, one of our smart investor pros. Okay. Uh, I don't need seven and, and it's millions and I, I don't need seven different people and to get SIPC protection because I actually own mutual funds in XYZ mutual fund. And I, I actually own something there. And so that's the difference. And that's a good way of reminding everybody this. You don't make money when I used to work for a guy a thousand years ago. He said, don't be a loaner, be an owner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you put money in a bank, you're loaning them your money and they're paying you interest, not much, but they're paying you interest. Mm -hmm. uh, when you put money into an investment, you're an owner. Yeah. So if you want to make money, you need to be an owner, not a loaner. There's never any money with putting your money in a bank. And so um, apparently even owning the bank is bad, but <laughs> well, you know, I, I get where her question is coming from. I was watching the today show this morning and they were going over what you should do with your money. And they were saying, you know, if you have over $500,000 in the bank, you know, you're only covered up to 250. So to break it up and all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, who's, why do you have just $500,000 just sitting in the bank? Like go invest that money. Exactly. You, you shouldn't have. <laughs> go. Just and go so, invest it. And uh, we talked about this on the air yesterday, but we'll just segue into it for a second. 
you need to understand a lot of people are, are panicking right now. And if you yeah. didn't hear us talk about this yesterday over that uh, one bank collapsing, actually, and then the FDIC stepped in and uh, scored some other banks in a similar situation, two more probably going to see a couple more go mm-hmm. down. The FDIC is mm-hmm. probably going to take them over. But these are not banks that are uh, your neighborhood bank. Right. Okay. Uh, 88% of the depositors had more than 250000 in there. This was a bank full of money from tech startups, venture mm-hmm. capitalists, hedge fund, the uber rich. It's in Silicon Valley. Okay. So this was not your grandmother's CD right. at the bank. This is not what was going on over there. It was a completely different scenario. And so the typical bank would be the other way around. They would have like 88% would be covered. Right. M- the not, 88% of their deposits are 60% or 65% of their deposits are under $250,000. Mm-hmm. And so they've got full FDIC coverage for all of their depositors uh, in, that are, you know, that fall into that. Now, again, I, in my local bank, I have over 250 mm-hmm. with our businesses and mm-hmm. lot, well over that, mm-hmm. but I'm not worried about my local bank. I did not pull money out because the banking system right. is collapsing. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's just not. So you're, you're going to be okay. Calm down and don't rush out and buy gold <laughs> and don't rush, don't rush out and buy crypto. Help okay? us, Dave. And this is just calm your butt down. So that's not her. Not, not I mean, she's asking yeah, a reasonable she, yeah. question because she's got this right in her face. It's in her neighborhood, but, and it's a different kind of a question. It's a great question, by the way, sir. But the, uh, yeah, but, but, but overall, you know. overall, folks, the, the the whole and the other thing that happened from this was the bond market. It they were they were liquidating a bunch of bonds, and the bond market uh, the uh, surged, causing rates to go down. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, mortgage rates went down. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to buy a house and you want to lock in a mortgage, <laughs> call Churchill Mortgage today, today and get your mortgage locked in before it goes back up by the end of the freaking week and this stuff calms down. Good point. So, you might save as much as a half of a percent this hey, week. Let's go. If you move on this fast. Uh, and, and so, if you're thinking about buying a house in the next few months, th- you can get like 90 day locks and stuff with your mortgage company, like Churchill Mortgage, that we recommend. Mm-hmm. Go do that, it changes everything. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To learn more about investing, visit RamseySolutions.com slash investing or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash smartvester.